0: hello and welcome to discover energy work it's as simple as that you just click subscribe to the podcast and in a moment you're magically there over the magic of the internet and to let today i have a very magical niche um now wait a minute i've forgotten your your full name because i just got used to calling you niche um tell me your (laughs) name
1: Knew you'd do this so my name is
0: Nishu kanu Villani. right so um that that probably helped me because I probably couldn't have said it correctly to be honest it's one of those it's it's like uh in Thailand you know I can read a Thai name but you know I really can't say it not yet um so um Nish, we kind of connected um through uh, Michaela who just said like, oh, you you have to meet up with this And I was like, okay, well, that's good enough for me. And immediately we connected on the call. We were like, just like really, you know, chatting on, on a good wavelength. And and I'd love, there's so many the things I wanted to sort of talk to you about and share, sh- share with everybody about what you do. But can you tell us like, how do you describe yourself? Like, what are you?
1: So this is where I always get asked. And actually, um, I'm a lot of things, I'm a number of things. So basically I just call myself a multi-dimensional metaphysical healer. I'm also a coach, I'm also a mentor, I'm also a guide. So when you work with me, um, we kind of pull on all of these things at different levels. I'm also an activator, um, so I don't actually have a title that I roll with. It's always different for different situations and what people are after really.
0: Hmm. Do, do you find sometimes like all these titles, they, found, they sound a bit like weird, do you know what I mean? Right. I might go like, if I said a multi-dimensional, yeah, I'm like on two-dimensional, three-dimensional, I travel through time because, you know, from now, from past to present, it's already four-dimensional, but like everyone's monkey. Multi- so I, I got to laugh. I always laugh at these titles, but uh, essentially, like what I've experienced is you're, you're literally able to see things that we're not normally able to see. Um, you know, talking about our session. So, so for me, I'd say like, i mean i would say like clairvoyant healer but i mean like when you're clairvoyant it sort of covers a lot because once you go i can see that and i'm just getting the information that that is to if we that is almost something which is in your energy system which is just needs to click and then things are going to get activated and it's like um it's like this magic of if you like one uh, thing that just opens up so many different uh, areas am i am i making sense
1: you're absolutely making sense and it's interesting to hear how other people see and understand it as well once they've experienced it because it's so different for everybody as well and and each session is never the same and and i'm always doing exactly what's right for that client or the person in front of me Um, and I completely agree with what you were saying about the whole like labels that we put on us on ourselves with the multi-dimensional the metaphysical and it literally is what I basically see shadow in your field in the many layers of your field and I help support uncover it I support clearing it and then I support the activations from the space that we've made space in essentially Um, but yeah, that was a great way to put it because and also it's not just one Claire that I use, it's it's many, it's different. It's it's mm. it's the knowing, it's the hearing, it's the seeing. Um so as I was mentioning, it's kind of pulling in all of the, I guess, different aspects of being psychic. Again, another label, which is like, what exactly does that mean? But it it and and so I just basically do what's for the for the client and their best interest, really.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny, you know. There's these ancient texts which which say if you can read this text and um, you you haven't experienced these states of mind, then this text makes no sense whatsoever. It's kind of like angels' words, is I think the Ch- Chinese say, like it's the angels' words. But if if you've experienced it, this text seems like it just makes sense. It's like common sense. Um, so. I think that's like, for everybody listening, it's like, it's really a challenge if you haven't experienced the certain aspect of the the spectrum through which we can experience the world, then sometimes it just sounds like people are talking, you know, gobbledygook.
1: Exactly. It makes no sense. Um, and I did, when I initially started um, speaking about what I was doing, um, I had a lot of people from my I guess from my reality who were kind of like, I don't understand what you're saying in your, your social media. It makes no sense. And I understood that as well, because I remember being, I guess it's the level of consciousness. There's no judgment behind that. It's just the space that you're in as you've kind of been up leveling and ascending again, again, other words, which are just kind of like what, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's this, yeah, it's the widening and expansion of your consciousness level to be able to, um, I guess better understand through the logical mind what's going on, but we know that it isn't about the mind, right? We know that it's yeah. about the the soul and the heart and everything else that's going on in the body as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I like to say it's the matrix, as it's like it's it isn't the mind but it is the mind it isn't the heart but it is the heart it isn't it's like well it's kind of like everything it's just the universe really you know
1: exactly (laughs) just the universe we're just dabbling in yeah Yeah, exactly and it's and again it's your frame of reference right it's kind of how how you you perceive you take it in and then how you're speaking about it as well so yeah I just trust that um Whatever I have to say is is transmitted, um, and it hits those people that need to hear it. Basically,
0: right. That, again, this is like it's, it's really fascinating. Like you can tell like, what I want to do is jump into a sort of talk all about that. But um, which is kind of like what happened the moment we ta- uh, we chatted. We just talked for an hour, and yeah. I thought we should have reco- recorded this because everything we said is like we're just connecting and you know making um, you know what's it. Um, Meeting the dots. Um, connecting, the dots yeah.
1: connecting the dots, yeah, it was so fun.
0: Um, and so were you like, as I say, like, uh, you know, a uh, chartered accountant with, you know, your very sort of pinstripe. And then one day you said, I'm going to be a lion tamer or, you know, <laughs> that's the Monty Python joke. But I mean, you went, I'm going to do something different or was it a gradual thing? You just felt this call? How did you get into being this multidimensional everything?
1: magical (laughs) being, let's call it that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think I mentioned this to you earlier. For me, it wasn't like a a moment where I was like, started hearing voices and and seeing spirits. And it was a gradual thing. I mean, I've always been very much other, again, in inverted commas, because I've, you know, I'm from an Indian background. I really always march to the beat of my own drum and that kind of got me in a lot of trouble. That also meant that I suppressed a lot of my own nature because I felt like I was supposed to be a certain way, right? I was supposed to behave a certain way, I was supposed to do certain things in my lifetime in a specific way. Um, But I'd always gone again that against that grain as well and I was supported by my parents in kind of in terms of what I studied in uni you know I didn't do the typical doctor lawyer dentist thing I went off and I did anthropology and geography and my parents were like okay whatever you do you do whatever makes you feel good although just make sure you have a career of some sort right Um, and then I worked in the not-for-profit and charity sector for a very long time Um, my first job was in a hospice um, and now i look back and it kind of makes sense Mm. because i do connect with with you know with souls beyond the veil um Mm. and i was yeah in the charity sector for a very long time and then i started working in the complaints industry so i got married and i was working in the complaints industry for seven years and this is what i was talking about you know some people this may be their calling in life but for me it definitely not it wasn't and I'd been in that for seven years and it literally killed my soul Richard I was I was dying I was I was literally dealing with people who were coming I could feel because I'm an empath as well. Right. So energetically, I hadn't had a hold on, you know, being able to master my energy and also what was coming at me. So I, you, I'd be dealing with people who are very angry, who were very frustrated, who, who, who were very in the lack poverty mentality because it was around finance and money. And so. I hit a point after seven years where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And during that time, I do see now though, it was during that time that I started almost, I'm going to use this phrase, waking up, coming into really coming back to myself and being like, what is it that I want? It's definitely not this. And I slowly started to wake up. So there was a period of anxiety and depression that I worked through. And the working through of that I guess it was my first dark 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 night of the soul Um, and in working through that I I almost had this calling of being like there is another way to get through this you know at that time it wasn't for me to be on the medication it was to explore all these suppressed feelings and shadow and (laughs) things that I wasn't allowing myself to feel um, and so that's really where it started. And that's where my journey of actually self exploration started and going back to soul and tapping back into my soul essence.
0: So, were you like, were you in therapy? Were you, was somebody saying, okay, let's go and look at the depression, let's go and look at that, or, or not really?
1: Yeah, I tried a few things. I tried uh, spiritual stuff, which was really enriching to me. And I did try um, therapy. So, I did uh, CB. T, yeah. um, um cognitive behavioral therapy um but at that point it was very much going around in circles I couldn't see a way out because it was almost just re yeah. talking about kind of what was going on and why I was feeling this way and, and it didn't feel like I was making any kind of movement and how I was feeling um but I do think that that did help me offload. it helped me be in a safe space where I could get it off my chest because so many of us don't even have feel like we deserve a space like that where we can genuinely just offload um so yeah I started the conventional therapies um and then I started exploring and I don't actually even remember how it came across my path um the norm you know the usual way it probably just dropped into my lap on social media um and I had an astro- astrology session with someone who was amazing she was an intuitive mm-hmm. um she read my chart Hmm. And at that point I wasn't ready to hear a lot of what she was saying to me, because again, as we were talking about the levels of consciousness, the expandedness of what we can, we can hold. Um, yeah. But from there I started, she was kind of like, you do need everything's in within you. You just need to start connecting to source. Hmm. And that's how it started, I guess.
0: Wow. I mean, I can't remember you telling me all that, but I, I mean, seriously, you probably did. Um...
1: I, think I did but i think we went off on a tangent and started talking about something
0: else we were we were everywhere we were just like enjoying the the being able to talk to somebody that uh what i'm saying isn't crazy and you know it's uh or it's it's our sort of crazy as i yeah. like to say you know um but um yeah um you're what i'm curious about because we did a session so i can say to everybody like i'm already like Kind of, I mean, I do meet people and I have interviews with people. I, ha- I do not know how good they are. Um, and I'm, I, I believe that they're good. That's why they're speaking. Or I believe they've got a good story for me. And that's, they, their story is really sort of to share. Um, what, um, what I found fascinating and in a way it woke it up for me again was what I think we both term as uh, psychic surgery. So was that something that just came intuitively or did you learn that from somebody?
1: Yeah. So that was intuitively. So wow. Um, I trained to access so I work through the Akashic records as well so essentially I'll harness the power of the Akashic records for some of the work that I do with people and as you know I'll kind of almost take you up to your soul frequency and we work there and um, I channel the divine so that's where I'm guided from but it's almost like the records are a tool for me to to pull things in and clear out etc cetera, etc cetera. so um I trained to learn how to go into the Akashic records with integrity because that's the most important thing right as we're talking about the highest of everyone involved and calling in those beings to support us that are of of the highest light Um, and the psychic surgery is just something that almost just turned on it just happened the more that I I practice working with people um, it's and a lot of what I do is very intuitive. It's, it's kind of what I'm guided to do. And that's and every session will literally be like, oh, wow, I've not done that before, but I'm being guided to do it. And, and so it takes place. And that's why it's really difficult to then label what you do, because some of it others might not be doing or others will be doing, but they have another name for it. Yeah. But it's always so unique to you, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting because I think that's sort of, um, in a way, the whole genre suffers from uh, labelitis, where where we somebody is coming to you and uh, they think they need a coach, and actually they need psychic surgery. Um, you know, they they think they need to be told something, and you can go, well, actually, there's this thing that's in your energy system. But like almost, almost physically needs to be removed. It's something which which has been put there, or which you've taken on. Uh, because people, uh, you know, they take on other people's stories. They take on their parents' stories. They take on ancestors' stories. They can even literally go to a place which has a story there and walk away with the story. So I mean, it's like, you know, and then they're wondering why they're struggling and you can go okay well actually um it's not really we don't really need to talk about this let me just clear this okay now call me back in a week how are you feeling? Yeah. No, no <laughs> that, um. yeah,
1: exactly that's exactly how it is and I think we spoke about this as well and I know it's very much how you work as well in terms of it's always so when I do a session with somebody it's always setting the intention that whatever needs to be cleared or healed or awareness that needs to come up for that them at this time in their point in their timeline that's for their highest good is what takes place so as you said someone could come in with a, a preconception of oh you know I have a money block here um but actually there's something else that we need to actually clear look at before we can even tap into whatever the the other thing is that they think that they need
0: right Um, right i've got the great example for that i I say to people like because of my medical background i say look just imagine you've got like i can see what the main sickness is in you and i can um it's a block of you know blobbly horrible poisonous energy and I can release it. However, if I release it, your physical body's been so weakened by carrying it for all this time. If I release it, it'll probably kill you because you can't exactly. get rid of it. So we're gonna to have to work a different way. We're gonna to have to build you up and then we're gonna release it. And you'll you might think by the time we release it there was nothing. But it's work it's working in from that um if you like this, this inherent wisdom, or Mm -hmm. I like to say like the highest good. I I mean, I I like the highest good of all. So I don't wanna, um, it's not about me being the greatest healer, you know, it's about you being, you being better. Um, Can you tell us some war stories? Like, I mean, you know, the stories where people have walked in, you know, and uh, had um, some terrible thing and, or is it all very secret? No.
1: Oh, um I can I can um obviously I won't go into too much detail around specific circumstances however um the the cool stuff that happens and it's just um your mind is blown every time so I think I, I told you about I do a lot of um entity clearing from the field so it's not only. Um, you know, things that are hanging in the many layers of your field, there's also things around curses and vows that are made that actually are almost entwined in part of your physical being mm-hmm. and um, and in your chakra system as well, which we don't even realize. And, and some of these agreements were made many many lifetimes ago but they still sit in your field you're still carrying them with you um so there was one session where where a beautiful client of mine um she had made an agreement with a with a dark entity again inverted commas uh, around her survival and it was literally like kid- i i i want i need to survive and i will hand over my power to you so i can survive and this was sat in her sacral and it was this really really insidious dark entity that had entwined itself into her power center um and we don't see that until like you were saying it's such and i always say this is such a layered process you know you know that came through i think on the second session that i did with her because in the first session we were able to clear the residual stuff that was just in the way of us seeing you know stuff that she might have had around anxiety that was sitting around that area Um, and so it was the right time for this entity and this agreement to be renounced for her to let go of it so um, it's not an invasive thing because it is always in their greatest good and I will never ever do anything that is not for their greatest good. And I'm not, I'm not guided to do by God, basically. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was I, I pulled it out using the, uh, the psychic surgery. Um, and she, and we basic, I talked her through it. And so she's in alignment with what's happening and she knows exactly what's happening and she can, she can feel it being removed from her field. Um, and Being fully in renouncing it at this point as well and really really getting her energy behind pushing out of her field as well so it's very much like a co-healing co-explorative journey that I have with my clients because I think I mentioned to you it's almost it's their energy working with mine so we meet and we we uncover and we heal together so yes yeah. yeah, so that was pretty mind blowing.
0: Yeah. that i mean it's interesting i think it i think what's interesting about it is this whole it brings up this whole interesting area which i don't think we're going to finish covering in, in a session but the whole area of entities because you know sometimes i, th- I do think you know we we are human beings with are symbi- symbiotic there's more there's more non-human cells in the body than human cells. Yeah, that we have parasites, viruses, fungi, uh, everything, which are working to support us. Yeah. So if they're not entities, I don't know what are, what are. So <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's um, the the term entity is often you know it's like you know dark entity, but it's like you know what isn't an entity? You, you exactly.
1: Uh, yeah. And, and again, the person, exactly.
0: again, it sounds like they they survive because of the help of this, this thing, and then they need to, to be able to go on, they need to let it go. So it, it kind of also is the sort of uh, symbiosis.
1: Yeah, I love the way you put that, because at that point, it was um, what she felt she needed to do in order to survive. And, mm. you know, part of the journey, again, in inverted commas, it is to, not shame ourselves, and not guilt ourselves, and not cast judgment around what we may or may have not done in order mm. to survive. You know, it is part of. We are here to experience being human at the end of the day, mm. um, and so moving through holding yourself with grace and compassion whilst you're doing the healing and and uncovering the layers and and. And Just trusting that you did what you had to do at that point, and but now it's no longer serving her, so it, it needed to be removed from her field because it was weighing her down. So,
0: hmm. and when well, we did our session, we did it over the internet. So, um, just I can imagine like when COVID came, it's like, like how's this going to work? You know, if, uh, I imagine like, if, you'd be seeing people in real life no no it was easy easy transition
1: well I've never done um in-person sessions it's always been remote
0: oh (laughs) that's
1: how I've worked yeah because um I essentially went full-time when in the middle of COVID or when COVID hit the beginning so I left my was it last year August um and I went full-time online and you know I sometimes it is hard for people to get their heads around how the energy stuff works when you are so remote but Hmm. again that is there is an illusion around like time and space and you know energy work it can be equally as potent over zoom as being with me in person.
0: Yeah I, I think it's it's something interesting it's something to do with physics you know we have this Newtonian physics and we have this quantum physics and it seems like they you know at the quantum level there's a set of laws that aren't applicable at this level at the Newtonian hmm. level and yet we're we're saying uh, actually they are applicable yeah. hello they, they're they working for us yeah because somebody can be here and there at the same time yeah and yeah. and perhaps then either you know and I would say like I always say like you know we know in um in psychology people that have terrible traumas they can have flashbacks and to all intents and purposes they are experience that they're somewhere else like that they experience being somewhere else everything around them is as it was when they had the the trauma and that means that our sense of self being here now is yeah a little bit flexible yeah right very flexible. yeah exactly um and yeah so i find it amazing
1: so do i because it's and that's why um there's this kind of multi-dimensional aspect to it is because you know at this time you're living like multiple lives past present future everything's happening at the same time it's kind of how do you get your head around um how do you get your head around it how do you get your head around yeah. explaining that but as we're doing the work here it is impacting other places that you may be um so
0: yeah, yeah I, mean, I always say to people like yeah, so if you imagine your problem is the thing that you don't want to see, like it's if if you could see it, you wouldn't have it. So you need somebody that's going to kind of look and, um, we're talking with M- uh, Michaela about this, like, um, how she sees things, you know, yeah. in people. And it's like, well, if you see what their problem is, it's a real skill to be able to say, um, that's your problem because it is terrifying for us to be told what our problem is because we've definitely created a whole blind spot around it you know it's like yeah um,
1: it's about it's the blind spots and that's why we go to coaches healers mentors guides right to mm -hmm. um be able to turn that mirror on ourselves and be kind of like um, this is where it is. But that's the also the skill and the precision around. And this is, you know, it took me a long time, I think I said this to you, to actually really own the fact that, you know, I am a channel for God, like I am a channel for divine, and this is what this is where I source um what what's in the most highest good and support for you, <clears throat> but also an element of really understanding the precision that some of us work with um, and as you know like when I go into someone's field you, I'm told straight where I can see it straight away what needs to be um cleared and 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 I know that more will be revealed so it's just that laser focus as well I mean you can faff about for ages doing loads of different bits and bobs mm. um, but if you are not bypassing but if you do you know want to um work through things quickly, almost quantum speed, then precision is so key in being able to uncover, I guess with speed and then working through what's coming up and then keep on going, but what is at the perfect rate and flow for that that individual, that client as well? Because sometimes it can take a bit longer, integration, all of those things. but and sometimes it just happens like that, you know, so it's always what the client
0: mm. needs. Place. I mean, this is we've got a great story, and thank you for you know telling the story about the the lady with the the entity in the sacrum. Um, but uh, I'm always thinking, like, for me, and I, I mean, I can't. I think it's a fantastic story of how quickly this has all happened once you once you stepped in, um, uh, you know, uh, and I think I'm, I'm grateful. So, you know, I can also let people know you, you don't have to have had some terrible event in your life. You can just, in a way, grace can just say, okay, you need to do this, it, it's time. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you, you don't need like cancer and to survive cancer and all this, it's possible um, that you, you know, we can all, um, I don't know if we, we all can, but certainly, you know, a lot of us probably can. Um, but I wanted to say, my question is, I've got, I've got some really funny stories in my life outside a session that just like weird, freaky stuff has happened. I think like, you know, people probably need to know that that it's, it, it's a life now, it's just like this is now, uh, you can't say this, you step in front of the camera and you switch it on. It's like, no, this is now, this is you now. Yeah. And I think that's hard for some people to understand. good stories about that
1: yeah no absolutely so it's like kind of when you're not even in sessions but you're um you know you're you're spending time to come back to your soul and you're you're meditating and you're going beyond the veil and you are having the most interesting conversations with galactic beings with your ancestors with your grandparents that have passed over you know and they're gifting you activations and it's it is absolutely mind blowing and the most beautiful thing. And there is part of me which which really feels like I wish everyone could experience this because there is so much that um, that we can tap into, that we can experience, that we can understand on this on the this different level. It is kind of and and the also the memories that start coming back about things that you might have. Um, you know, experience in childhood but was dismissed because it was kind of like way too out there yeah. but the most beautiful thing for me was initially when going beyond the veil and, and three of my parents, grandparents who passed over they all came in and I was just in floods of tears because you know it is such a gift to know that they're walking with me and they're supporting me and they're supporting me in healing my ancestral lines and they 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 support me in every decision that i make and that is just the most beautiful gift and i'm
0: mm.
1: i'm just so blessed and it it's there's so much gratitude around being able to connect with that and being able to have full faith in that that they're there um but yeah and, and the usual stuff you know the the flickering of lights and the and the <laughs> just knowing that spirits are around that you're supported um angels swooping in just it it is just the way of life and and walking walking in that path of faith it's just
0: yeah yeah I mean it's um I mean I think for a lot of people they don't they don't know that you know the lights flicker for you sometimes or they don't know that you know uh, somebody will call up and you know say a got this message or whatever. Um, um, You know, I I mean, I think for me, like one of the weirdest ones was being um, hit by a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Somebody was asking me, what's the weirdest, most incredible thing that's happened to you with energy work? And it was like, I was crossing the road in Bangkok and I forgot to turn to look right. And between the two rows of cars, yeah. A motorcycle just was zooming and um, he, you know he braked when he saw it saw me but I mean, he hit my leg um, the leg that was in the air. He must have hit it with I don't know 10 or 20 kilometers an hour and I'm thinking he's 100, it's 100 kilos with a bike and a, a riding rider on it which is mass times acceleration. that's like it's a ton or two they yeah. hit my leg and I didn't fall over. And I don't, didn't have a bruise and I didn't, and I, I'm like, I, I was, I, me, I'm shaken up, but I've done, I'm sitting down in a Starbucks, like five minutes later again. I should be I should have like, I should have flown through the air, but what yeah. happened, none of it happened. And, and the only thing I could think of like five minutes before, I felt like, like I was, I don't wanna use the word dead, but I felt like, an incredible piece came down on me. It's like incredible, incredible piece. And I thought, this is weird. It doesn't I don't know what this is about. This is weird. Okay. And then I just like, oh I'm gonna go for the stamp. I'm gonna go across the road and boom. And you, I heard it and I looked down. And I thought, I bet I've lost a leg. I, I literally I thought I bet I've lost a leg. Um And uh, so I, I when I I was talking to my girlfriend the other day, and she's she's saying, "I'm worried about this." I said, "Look, do you know what the weird stuff that's happened to me? I know I can worry about it, but there is, there are things that happen in life or energetically if you're connected that we really don't understand. We really, really don't understand, but but they do happen, and it's beyond, it's beyond like I mean, you know." um, we had uh, Stanley Krippner on the other week talking about apports, which means something, objects, physical objects, appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. And, yeah. and, um, and the, he, ha- he did um, a scientific study on it. Yeah. They know it's real. It's not a magician because you can't make the, uh, the Earth's geomagnetic waves change if you're a conjurer, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just amazing just amazing That is
1: an amazing amazing story i'm trying to think but you know when you're just kind of like oh so much has happened that it's um
0: well it's, it's gonna happen i think like yeah. for me it's very clear to me that like you're you're extremely talented and um you know you've just really so amazingly uh full of grace to to jump in the way you have and um you know these things are going to happen for you know they're going to be like you know 100 things that are going to happen and you're going to write a book as well you're going <laughs> to tell people your stories
1: well thank you oh i appreciate that so much especially coming from you because we had that conversation around discernment about who you allow in your field as well like i'm very very um picky as we all should be about who we allow in a field who we allow to to heal to support us in our healing who we hire who we work with who we spend time with it is all really important so I'm very very grateful that we've connected Um, I know we're going to have more chats like this Mm -hmm. for sure Um, but I I am actually I've written a chapter in a co-authored book uh, a little bit about kind of the Akashic field and um, my work in it and yeah so that's coming out soon as well so but I would like to write a, a, an actual book because I know you've uh written one at least haven't you <laughs> about well, your uh, theories
0: I, I've got to say I think my book my book are art my books are art books they're they're my expressions so um I, I'm never going to be uh, well no but not will speak too soon I, I don't I'm not expecting to be an Amazon bestseller um my book was about was about uh, two books. One was about this um, primal energy. So going back to primal energy, and there's nine states of development that it goes through. And that was channeled. That would that came through. And I was like, wow, that that is amazing. I'd never thought of that, uh, and yet I have. Um, I was never taught it, but I but I've been taught everything around it, and now I see it. And I just wrote a book of it, and uh, that's called the Tao's DNA. And then the other one was um, was more. Uh, practicalist emotional grammar that we did together and that was uh, feel and Heal. Yeah. So I've written two books, but the only pub person that'll publish them is me through Kindle. So
1: <laughs> they say self-publishing is the future. So you know I I I say if you've got something to say and the world needs to hear it, someone out there needs to hear it and you're doing your bit by putting it out there. So
0: absolutely I mean the thing is is um when you write a book, I think I, you think you're you're feeling this is it's uh, you've got something you want to express, and if you do that, if you've done that, you've succeeded, um, and and that's all. It it, it isn't. and I shouldn't say this because of course it is about the reader, but I in for me for me in so many ways it's not about the reader because the reader will find it. Your readers exactly. will find it. So, exactly. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and that's what and we were talking about how. Um, those souls that need to hear it will find their way to it and you've done your bit in putting it out there Mm. listening and putting it out there and just keeping on doing that that's kind of basically it that is the formula but it's it's all of the stuff around the doing and the being that we struggle with and the listening as well and all the shadows and everything that get in the way of that so
0: Mm. Mm. I'd like to like there's two things so one one is like Uh, to sort of round off, how can people get in touch with you? Are you, are you uh, uh, like Michaela and your, um, uh, no, Michelle, sorry, Michelle. I've got Michaela. Michaela, Michaela. I've got
1: I love you with the names. I love you because I listened to this other podcast of yours, and you were kind of like, "Oh, um, I've forgotten your name." And I was like, "He's going to do that to me." I know he is. as Well, and that's fine. That's perfect. There's nothing. Yeah, else.
0: yeah. I am a bit. I'm a bit um, relaxed. I think. <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I always say, like, I'm not editing it. I've got you know, I'm not going to do all that. It's going to be a conversation, and it's just going to be how how we talk um and and the of course i will if it's really needed but i I haven't really needed to um what, what i wanted to say was like people can connect with you through through facebook i imagine through through instagram through i mean how's your the best way
1: so Facebook's the best way. I do have a website. It's just ww.nishayukandyvilani.com. Um, and there is a way that you can contact me on there. But Facebook's basically the best. And I have an Instagram account as well, which is Nisha underscore Villani. So however people want to follow me to if if you are intrigued by what I've been saying and if there's you know a calling to learn more, then yeah, just Brilliant. hit me up on any of those places.
0: And then my second thing was, you know, I feel like there is so much offering out there for people that said, like, I wanna learn, I wanna connect. I, yes, I, I feel it, but, um, you know, how should I start? Um, where should I, what should I avoid, you know? What do you think if somebody came to you and said like, okay, what's the, the best advice you can give me?
1: Um, the best advice? I would say is get quiet, drop into your heart and listen to what your soul's saying about where to go next. Yeah. That is the best advice. That is how we all roll. That is the essence of being at this time. Um, and go from there and trust, trust what you're hearing. Because, you know, I have been in so many containers with healers, coaches, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. haven't turned out exactly how I thought they were going to turn out, but there has been a reason to all of it. You know, there's mm-hmm. always been lessons and learning. So you can never go wrong is what I'm going to say, but just lead with heart, drop into heart and listen to what,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what that's telling you.
0: Yeah. I, get I, 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 People, couldn't, couldn't, if they're listening to the podcast, they can see that I was holding up my double thumb to say like, totally. I mean, I think when I ask this, I get that response from a lot of guests, like, okay, now people are going to tell you they've got the greatest answer. And I'm not saying they haven't, but you need to drop into your heart and ask yourself. Cause like, you know, if they're more important than you, then you probably don't want to go with them. Yeah. You yeah. You, you need to just drop into that's you know, yeah, the box.
1: Space. Exactly. Yeah. Drop into that space. Um and and really listen to what, what it's telling you about the person that you might want to be working with, or you might want to learn from, or what's the next step? And, you know, you will never, they will never give you the 10 steps. You know, intuition will always just guide you one foot in front of the other. But I would just say there's a reason that you're intrigued. There's a reason that you're curious. Um and there is a calling and a mass calling right now to go deeper, to come into that soul essence, to come into that soul actualization, because that's, you know, it's the name of the game. And it's supposed to be fun as well. I mean, we work through all the shadow and stuff, but there is a play and pleasure aspect to get into
0: as well. I totally wanted to talk about shadow, and I haven't, but we've just run out of time. But I mean, <laughs> it's been fantastic. Thank you so much, Nisha. And Thank uh, you
1: for having me.
0: You did brilliantly. You're awesome. You are awesome. You were, and you are, and you will be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Thank you, Richard. It's been fantastic.